Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello again. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. Normally, we pick movies that we find underrated, but it's my birthday. So I can pick anything I want. Happy birthday. Did you get anything good? Not yet. (laughs) He got one present already because it arrived um, in the manufacturer's box. (laughs) It's been so long since that happened. I got home and I saw it and I was like, well... Happy birthday. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Was it good? It's a, what do you call it? A yoga It's a circlet? yoga ring that you can, like, Something for my back, basically. Stretch your back out on the big, it's a big hollow ring. It's actually, it's oh, actually that you lay cool. on and you can, yeah. You don't see a lot of that where they just, you know, they just put a sticker on top of the manufacturer's box. Yeah, no more. No. <laughs> no, because it encourages porch thieves. Yeah. But I was like, when was the last time something like this happened? Well, it you might as well happens. open it because you know what it, it does. Is. I mean, it does happen, especially like uh, when you're in high shipping and you run out of pack, uh, boxes. Like sometimes the place that I work with when we're doing ship from store, if we don't have any boxes, we have to send it out in the manufacturer's packaging. Like if it's a vacuum or a microwave or something like that. Mm-hmm. And But yeah. generally speaking, and like if you order things on Amazon, depends on where it comes from because if they don't have boxes that size then it'll come in the manufacturers because it doesn't need a box no, like a microwave is packed nicely but they do, in that box but they do try to use a secondary box so that people don't know what you're ordering so that it's less likely to be stolen mm. but we have been stretching our backs out on it mm. yeah it's pretty good and while it hurts while you're doing it yeah well it feels, feels good after <laughs> when we used to do the crossfit we used to do the rolling on the big pipes mm-hmm. I like this. It's only like four inches wide, so it, I just do it on my sweat space. It's popped my yeah. back. There's a joke times. there about the four inches. <laughs> Why? Wide. It's got girth. It, like Jesus. That's a little a, bit of girth. That's some girth to it. <laughs> oh, I spilled coffee on my chocolate. Oh. I mean, coffee, chocolate, they go together just fine. <laughs> I just don't want my chocolate to melt. It's like, oh man, I got peanut butter on my chocolate. Whatever will I do? Eat it and call it delicious. Mm-hmm. So we have 2019's It Chapter 2. Thanks for that. It's uh, two hours and 50 minutes long. Thanks for that. So buckle up. <sighs> IMDb gives it a 6.5. We have to take bathroom mm-hmm. breaks during this. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> gives it a 63% with an audience score of 78%. That's pretty high. Metacritic gives it 58%. Wow. It's written by Garv Doberman. Garb, really? Welcome back to the podcast from It. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King, welcome back to the podcast from It and mm-hmm. Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Directed by Andy Machete, obviously. It. We didn't do Pet Cemetery. That's a great name <laughs> for a board director. We did a short episode. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So I don't remember During doing lockdown. Mm-hmm. It was a lockdown special. It was like a year ago. Well, not quite a year ago. Uh, starring uh, Minisodes. <laughs> Jessica Chastain in a stellar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty. It. She plays Beverly. Uh, she, she was also, she was no, no, she was she was also in X-Men Dark Phoenix. That's true. Right. <laughs> Don't forget that. James McAvoy from the X-Men films and mm-hmm. Split. Also in X-Men Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yes. Wasn't? Didn't we recently have James McAvoy on the podcast? No. Did we? I don't know. Well, we have him. Somebody look. We had Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah. Ewan, they, I was getting uh, them confused. You're yeah. right. Uh, he plays Bill. 
uh, Bill Hader from Barry and Star Trek. Um, uh, Into Darkness, he does the voice of the computer. Mm-hmm. Barry's a really good show, if you get a chance. Mm-hmm. He plays Richie. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah M- M- Mustafa, he plays Mike. He's in Horrible Bosses. He uh, was in Horrible Bosses. Jay Ryan plays Ben. He was in Legend of the Seeker. Who? This is some show I've watched a few episodes of. Uh, James Ransone plays Eddie. He was in Mr. Right mm-hmm. and Sinister. Oh, welcome back to the podcast. Remember, he was the brother that was trying to kill his brother? Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. I blocked the movie out. <laughs> the movie was good. <laughs> it wasn't it was, terrible. It was all right. Uh, it was and fun. Andy Bean plays Stanley. He was in uh, the Transformers movie as some lawyer and some show called Power that I've never watched. And, of course, Bill Skarsgård is Pennywise again. Welcome back. <laughs> from it? All the kids. And then all the kids from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah were de-aged so that their scenes could take place during or right after the first movie. <laughs> they weren't really de-aged. They made them all shaved. And one of them had to, like, stand in a hole because he grew like a foot. <laughs> and a couple of their faces looked weird. Mm-hmm. I, think it was, I think Stanley was uh, the one that grew the tallest. He grew, like, almost a foot. Like, in that time. It was like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is... He had to stand in a hole. That's what happens when you wait a year to continue filming with... Child actors. Yeah. Got, uh, they knew they were going to do it. They should have shot him back to back. Had a budget of $79 million. And ended up making six hundred eighty-three million, mm-hmm. almost seven. Wow! So it made a couple of shackles. Couple. It's the longest you. horror film ever in to be released wide, widely in theaters. It's funny because it also came out the same year Doctor Sleep did, which is also a Stephen King book about catching up with a character that was a boy in the first one. And How was long Paul was Doctor Sleep? I can't remember because it was. Pretty it was. Long it too. was over two hours. <laughs> Two, Originally, they said because they're books. They said if chapter two is actually like four hours and something, but they made him cut it back to wow. almost three hours. I would hate to watch a director's cut of this. Yeah, it would be a lot for Tony's birthday. You would next need year. an intermission. <laughs> I think he said he said he wants to do a uh, a complete it where it's like four hours, but it's everything. You know, like the Godfather saga. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's a long know. movie. But, Tony uh, will watch it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have a couple reviews. Okay. Um, let's see. Jason Jason Alds seven or nine seven four two six in September of twenty nineteen said you'll float to the exit door. <laughs> Everything special from chapter one and both of the originals completely removed for cheap, not scary CGI effects. Lost its way for the almighty Hollywood blockbuster dollar. Two stars. Mm. And out of how many? Out of ten. Okay. And Two uh, out of four. Kali <laughs> Yamidi, uh, mm-hmm. also in September, uh, loved It Chapter 2. I thought they did a great job tying all the stories together and flashbacks from the younger versions to the adults. The special effects were amazing without being over the top. Over, to- over the top. Um, I love the creepiness more than just scares or blood or kills. This has everything you could want and more, I think. 10 out of 10. Wow. So, everything you want and more. What do you more. think? What do you think, Carly? I thought, here we go again. <laughs> Elaine? I thought, all right, I know I need to make sure I watch this 
during the daytime when there's lots of people around. Guess what? We watched this at six o'clock at night. Oh man, so cool. And then I had to go to sleep afterwards. Did you go to sleep? We'll save that for my review at the end. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the joy for Tony. <clears throat> I don't want to actually make you scared. Well, too late. I didn't know. What'd you think, John? Yeah, okay. yeah go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Well, she's making Had me feel bad. Had you seen this? Huh? Had you seen this before at Chapter no, 2? I had not seen this before at Chapter 2. But you had so seen it. None of us saw had it. seen yeah. it. I saw it, but I never got around to watching the Chapter 2. It was yeah. one of those things that was like... Oh, I'll watch that at some point, but it's three hours long, so you have <laughs> yeah. to set aside some time. So I, saw I just it never the, set aside I saw some it in time. The theater, and you didn't call me to say you want to come see this in the theater with you. It is no, long. It was, it was the last minute. There's some. There's been a lot of long movies in the last, I think, yes. three or four years, especially by picked by us. Yes. Well, yeah, we seem to find them. Movies that come out, they seem to all be, be really very long. long. So I wanted to see it, uh-huh. and I don't mind. I feel like anything over two hours and fifteen minutes, you feels too long for me. Like, I'm fine with the two-hour movie. I don't care. Yeah. Two hours and ten minutes, fine. But once you creep over two hours, 15, then you really start to... Well, it depends on the to... movie. Because Avengers Endgame is like three hours long, and I still never thought that was long. But that was the long. culmination of like 23 I movies. honestly you know, think so, so. that movie feels long, though. Really? Sometimes you can feel it. I've seen that movie a bunch of times and it never thought it was long. It doesn't make me not enjoy it, but I do think it feels long. Hmm. But, I mean, this movie is... You know what should have been a little bit longer? Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I could have done with another 20 Harley minutes. Harley Davis, the Marvel Man. Oh, yeah. No, two, two that hour, movie was Two hours enough. and 40-minute cut. The director's cut of Harley Davis and the Marvel Man. <laughs> that and Streets of Fire coming soon to DVD. Oh, God. So, in their childhood, the members of the Losers Club defeated the evil entity Pennywise. Really? Now, defeat them? Well, they e- thought they did. Now, 27 years later, they must answer the call and fulfill the pact they made. Pennywise has returned, and he is hungry. And what's funny is, now, you're like, they, they made a pact. You mean the gangbang? Well. <laughs> I've never read the book. I do I do think it's funny, and I, I don't know if I talk about it in this, but... Every time they show them cut Stanley's hand, I'm like, did you have to cut it? Because he, like, it's like in past the bone. It's like, dude, you can just run it across the skin and get blood. He's like, gouges this yeah. fucking thing. And I'm like, Jesus, So I have dude. questions. Maybe mm-hmm. don't let little kids so do in that. So it's in the book, right? Mm-hmm. Is it in the original movie? No. The, oh. The, the, the gang? Kid? No, the, no. Okay, so that's how they make their pact in the book, though? This gangbang? Uh, hmm? Sort this, of. This train? Sort of, it's it's like a. Uh, Come on, ride that train. We're grown ups now because we've all had sex, kind of a thing. So maybe Pennywise won't fuck with us. I think. And unfortunately, there was only one girl. So. You yeah. know what? That makes sense. <laughs> Damn, I hate to say that out loud. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Well, yes, because in the first movie, they talk about how I mean the, he's that all poor girl. He but had to let a bunch of. Yeah. I don't think that it was just her having sex with everybody, if I remember people complaining about this correctly. But, doesn't matter. The point is, the first movie, it seems like it's all kids that he's attacking. He's not really attacking anybody older than a teenager. So that the fact that kids... That actually fucking makes sense, because I always wondered about that. You hear people talk about that and how it seems unnecessary, and you know, it's one of those fucked up Stephen King things. And I'm always like, I don't know why that would even need to be in there. But that actually makes sense, which I... <laughs> I hate when eekiness makes sense. <laughs> eekiness? It's, really, it's icky. Mm. It's icky, and I hate that it makes sense. Icky and a little sticky. This is why I 
Ew. That's so, why I don't read those kind of books. So and why hour, I don't like these kind of movies. Two-hour, 40-minute movies. I need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut so much. Oh, I try to. My impulse is I won't make it go that long. <laughs> I did Armageddon in an hour and a half. <laughs> Most of those jump scares, wouldn't you cut that yeah. out? So the WB logo shows up and uh, shatters, <laughs> and as a child laughs, and the deadlights escape. Yeah. We hear the ch- the children sing the song from the first movie, and it fades. One, two, Freddy's coming. No, nope, wrong movie. song. Uh, young Beverly floats wide, white-eyed in the air, and then we cut to September 1989. The Losers Club is in, all in a circle. Bev explains that she's had a vision while in the thrall of the deadlights. She saw all of them return as adults. Richie asks if he's still handsome. Bev smiles and says, grow into your looks. Stan asks, what about me? Bev pauses. You look like now, but taller. Bill stands and initiates the pact from the first film. We get a voiceover from Mike explaining that the malleable state of, about the malleable state of memory. As we visit all of the locations from the first movie, the arcade, the movie theater, Michael's, Mike's uncle's shop, the school, and then finally the sewer drain. We go down the sewer drain as the sound of children crying and screaming echoes around. Georgie. Cut to 27 years later. The Dairy Amusement Park, uh, Ferris Wheel, Tilt-A-Whirl, Games of Chance. There's way too many clouds in this amusement park, period. Mm-hmm. This is a clown-themed amusement park. That is not okay. <laughs> Never. People are... T- Look, there is a known fear of clowns. Lots of people are afraid of clowns. Who, what traveling amusement park would theme your whole amusement park around clowns? Dairy. Even in dairy. <laughs> it's just not cool. A group of kids are playing the... Uh, I don't know what the game's called, but it's the one where you shoot the clown in the mouth with the water gun and then the balloon mm-hmm. blows up behind its head. The last technical name right there, yeah. Um, clown mouth balloon thing. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's what it's technically called. Um, yeah. And then a young young man is playing with them as well. He beats all the kids and wins the stuffed animal. How do you beat the kids? Do you beat them? He like beats a them stick? in the game. Oh, with, okay. He beats See, all the kids said, in the you know, game. Come over with a belt with a stick, mm-hmm. and he wins a stuffed animal for his boyfriend. The little girl next to him is very disappointed she lost. So the young man gives her the toy and whispers to her, "Thanks for letting me win." The young girl smiles and runs off. Uh, she has a rather large birthmark on her face. That'll come up later. The man's partner says, aw, and uh, shows him a dairy beaver hat that he got him. He smiles and they kiss. Who doesn't love a beaver? Two beavers is better than one. That's what I hear. They're twice the fun. I think their names are Tom and Adrian, but it kind of, they don't tell you the one guys and they only tell you the other one later. But, um. And one of them is definitely Tom. Yeah. Um, One of them is definitely Adrian. <laughs> yeah. Adrian! There's a joke there, but I won't be. Um, after they kiss, a group of mid to late teens uh, nearby get all pissed seeing homosexuals and attack them outside of the fair. That seemed excessive. Yeah. Like? A little bit. They beat the shit out of them. I'm trying to kiss you. What the fuck do you care? And throw Adrian off the bridge. They beat him almost to death. They threw yeah. him off a bridge. It was very upsetting to watch. Yes. Have you ever this was kids like killed? Because I did. American, what is it? American History X or whatever? Put your it, mouth in the curb. Ooh. Yeah, the, like it's that kind of violence that makes you just go, oh. Yeah. That's, and then they threw him off a bridge. 
And we see water rush over his head as he bobs up and you know, down. What, what makes that scene a little bit worse is that he's trying to get to his inhaler because he's having yeah. an asthma attack, and they don't and the let him And the guy yells, he has asthma, fuckers, let him go. So then they throw him off the bridge, and then John so goes... he's already hyperventilating, and they throw him off a bridge. Yeah. And John goes, I would jump in after you. And I said, I would also jump in after you. And he goes, that's a better idea. You're a better swimmer than me. <laughs> <laughs> she is a better swimmer than me. Yeah. So if you fall in... I'll jump in, but it's really all for show. Come save me. <laughs> if you jumped in after me, I'd have to save us both. <laughs> in the middle of an asthma attack after I got an ass whooping. It's the thought that counts. So uh, he bobs up and down, but Pennywise reaches from the riverbank to grab him. Uh, Tom runs around to the riverside, but the water's all calm now. He sees Pennywise holding Adrian... Um, Tom is confused. He doesn't really know what's going on. But there's Pennywise, a clown holding my a clown <laughs> saved my boyfriend. Pennywise smiles and bites a large chunk out of Adrian's. That wouldn't be so weird. There was armpit. a big large clown thing going on. He's like, all right, fucking weirdo. Yeah, anybody can save me. Thank God that clown saved my boyfriend. Oh my God, that clown ate my boyfriend's face. <laughs> oh my God, that clown has like six hundred teeth. <laughs> um, as he eats Adrian's torso, both of them scream, and red balloons pour down and, and by the hundreds and cover the whole area. I think it was 99 red balloons. 99 left balloons? Yeah. We cut to Mike. All the other Losers Club members have moved away except him. He stayed and monitors police scanners mm-hmm. and such. He's become a crazy person. Waiting for Pennywise's return. Well, you know what? Dealing with Pennywise the clown kind of sticks with you. I mean, somebody had to stay. Also, he was probably going to be kind of fucked up anyway. <laughs> yeah, he had a fucked up kid. I mean, childhood. He hears about a dismembered body and goes to check it out. He finds a popped red balloon at the scene and uh, continues to investigate the area. And then on the other side of the overpass, someone, Pennywise, has written, Come home, come home, come home in blood. We get the title, it, Chapter 2. We cut first to, I thought... Is he a cop? Because he's just walking around. <laughs> well, I think it's... Well, when he's walking around, it looks like it's all been taken care of because we see Adrian in the background at the at, at the uh, ambulance and they're yeah. talking to him. He says, something about a clown. Um, we cut to adult Bill McAvoy. Um, he's a novelist, uh, but he's having trouble doing uh, endings. some endings. He has like a writer's block. He's on set as they film the movie adaptation of his book, The Attic Door. The problem is everyone loves his books but hates his endings. That's like a Stephen King Apparently joke. his endings are kind of, seem to be depressing. Where the good guys don't necessarily win, sometimes the bad guys win. And this is what he writes. And which seems, well he had a childhood trauma. <laughs> well, you know what? The good guy always winning kind of sucks. It's boring. As we saw in our last episode. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the bad guy won. Which was interesting. See? So they have... Um, or if they, there's no good guy like in Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. <laughs> or everyone's good guys. <laughs> I think they're all bad guys. Everybody was interesting in that movie as well. Mm-hmm. So they have uh, Bill on set and they're making him rewrite the ending. But he's stuck. He wants to just do the movie the way <clears throat> he had it. And, and yes, look, friends. Sorry, Tony, but... Uh, the dog is snoring again. <laughs> uh, you didn't have to let him in the room. Bill's wife is apparently starring in the movie version, and she and the director are asking, where's the script? Uh, they're shooting it tonight. Bill Tony and I are both like, wouldn't you finish this before yeah. you started? 
I mean, there are movies that are filmed with very little scripts, but it's mm-hmm. just, if this well, is this big a deal. I wonder how many times he's had to rewrite this ending. There's that too. Like, we want to adapt your book into a script. So, yeah, but you have to change the ending. Helping you turn it into a script because you're a novelist. You you're not it. a script writer. But if they filmed it and they didn't like it, and they maybe this is the third time they're going to film this ending, and they the other time sucked, so they're like, no, you got to come up with something different. No, you got to come up with something different. I think they'd hire somebody else. But this is where we find out that his wife actually thinks his book endings are crap, which is kind of terrible and sad. <laughs> um, Bill and his wife get into a huge fight, and then his phone rings. He steps away to answer. It's Mike from Derry. Bill's hand starts to uh, starts to pulse in pain. Tells him, you need to come home. He's like, I don't want to. <laughs> Cut to adult Eddie. Um, Ranson, the, uh, he was the hypochondriac one. Mm-hmm. He's driving, on the f- driving and talking on the phone with his wife. He has his pills uh, in his, in his uh, hand rest. What's it called? Um, a cup console? holder? A cup holder. Okay. Yeah. And his wife is basically... This basically filling in the same role that his mother did, and they same got the actress. same actress, mm-hmm. which is funny. Um, she's only looked very sad she didn't get to say that. <laughs> oh, sorry. There's only a few things about this movie that bring me joy. <laughs> you stole it. But he's like some kind of insurance adjuster or something like the that. risk analyst. And is telling his wife, statistically, the... The reason I'm, I'm going to crash is you. Is, yeah, is being on the phone, <clears throat> not because it's slick. He's like, it's not even raining. <laughs> yeah, because she says, you're going to hydroplane. He's like, it's not even raining. And then he gets an incoming call on his on his car phone, whatever, through the radio. Mm-hmm. So he switches over, and it's Mike Hanlon from Derry, Maine. He tenses up uh, before he answers and gets into an accident. But he's okay. Yeah, he runs a red light and gets T-boned. Cut to adult Richie, which is uh, Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. Um, he starts out just throwing up because of Mike's call. Uh, he's a stand-up comedian is about to perform for a large audience. He has some bourbon, runs out on stage, and then freezes during a joke. He says, I need a bourbon and a mint, and then they just had it, which is very, <laughs> it was very funny. He's like, you got that really fast? <laughs> and we cut to a large meeting. It looks like a, maybe like a, they're buying a building and a, maybe architecture type thing. Um, Ben is there. Uh, he's, Ben is there remotely. Yeah. I feel like he's the architect for this build. And he's so famous and so rich, he doesn't have to even show up. (laughs) Yeah, they want to... He zooms in. (laughs) Yeah, they want to make the building a certain way, and he's trying to talk him into doing a different way. Uh, But then he gets a call and passes and leaves the meeting. I Uh, like how they all have really cool jobs, except for Mike. (laughs) We cut to Stan. He's relaxing, listening to music, and putting together a puzzle. Okay, so this puzzle would have creeped me out because it's birds, and they're, I don't, so whenever we use, when we used to do puzzles for funsies and hang out, the puzzles that have eyes, they would always stare at me, and that shit was all birds with eyes, and the piece that he dropped was a fucking eyeball. Would it be scarier if it was all birds with no eyes? (laughs) Yes. How about if it was all clowns? (laughs) It was just all eyes. No, but I just... Like, Ooh, I know eyes. that people would not necessarily notice that detail, but for me, that was <laughs> such a creepy-ass puzzle. <laughs> so guys, when you send presents in, make sure they're puzzles with no eyes. So his wife has booked a trip for them to Buenos Aires, mm-hmm. uh, and he's all on board, but then his phone rings. It's Mike from Derry again, calling them all. He's, uh, he's 
starts to shake on the phone. He's terrified. Does not want to come. Maybe in a week. Mike says, no, tomorrow. Stan uh, doesn't want to, but he hangs up, draws a hot bath, and slits his wrists. How about this puzzle? Thanks. That's cute. It's a Dober, not a Dober. It's a Rottweiler. Oh, you're supposed to be engaged in the podcast. I was looking for a puzzle that was all eyeballs, and I put eyeballs. Oh my god! (laughs) And this came up. All right, so the whole time, me and John are watching this movie, and John keeps talking in his Pennywise voice and being super creepy. No. Yes. No. Yes. (laughs) Why would I do that? And saying Georgie. Georgie. And it sounds like he's talking in a Yoda voice, but if you're watching the It movie, Mm. it's definitely Pennywise. Georgie, you are. And I'm just jumping and screaming all over the place. I know I recorded. I showed Tony. He, liked he felt bad. He felt really bad. I, I in bad. fact, texted Tony in the middle of this movie that John is trying to creep me out and make it worse. That's what I paid him for. Yeah. This leaves us to Beverly. Mike explains to her that it is back. Your memories are almost all faded, but you have, you have the scar, and the memories will come back once you return. Bev starts to pack, and then her husband gets pissed and attacks her. He beats her pretty severely, and then uh, she manages to fuck him up real quick and run, leaving her wedding ring on the step. This was horrific. Yeah, this was... The only reason why they have this is so she could cheat on her husband later, and you don't feel bad about it. I know, but I did not expect her husband to grab a belt and and start whipping her with it. It is something you don't see. I saw I saw it in some other movie recently, but that was like the only couple times I've seen it. I feel like it's been a long time since I saw a movie with blatant spousal abuse that wasn't just like an attitude adjuster to the face. Oh, it was Karate <laughs> Kid, <laughs> the Karate Kid series that one guy beats him, doesn't he? But like <laughs> get, beating no, it was Fargo. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, but generally when you see somebody beat with a belt, it's usually like beating a child yeah not a spouse but like and i mean again this was just really violent and she was so terrified and, and her it was arms just, are all fucked up and it's that. just like i don't know and you think about the character of beverly and how she had this fucked up childhood with all that abuse and now here she is married to this guy and at first he seems really cool he's like oh who was on the phone she's like oh i didn't want to wake you with some old friends i need to go to dairy and he's like oh that's cool and then he's like but who's mike <laughs> yep yeah and i was i beverly was my favorite character in the first movie mm-hmm. and i really felt like by the end of the first movie she had empowered herself and mm-hmm. was confident in herself and was going to move on from this and then she ends up in this I was disappointed <laughs> well, save my thoughts for the end well we get a flashback um, the floodgates and dairy have all slammed open and water blasts through the sewers um, this shows uh, a bunch of children's parts and stuff blast out Body of the parts. sewers Gross, bloody body parts. And Henry somehow survived the ending of the first movie. He comes out, and then he comes home to his father's house and is immediately arrested for killing his father. Uh, While being cuffed, he repeats, but I'm not done, I'm not done, and smiles as a red balloon floats away. (laughs) Now we cut to adult Henry in an asylum, making bracelets, and he sees a red balloon float by. (laughs) He's ecstatic and starts jumping up and down. 
He's forced back into his room and locked in. Under his bed is a red balloon. He pulls on it until it pops, revealing zombie Oscar, the Kylo Ren guy. Kylo Ren. He smiles and gives him back his uh, stiletto knife. If you listen to our first episode, Tony referred to that dude as the Kylo Ren looking guy. It looks like him. (laughs) I really do... I mean... I... John said, oh, man, I should have rewatched the first one. Yep. Because it was hard to remember which one was which kid. I was having a hard time remembering everybody's name. Yeah. And it took me a little bit. I had to go on IMDb and look at it more than once to figure out who was who. But once I got it straight, but, like, probably listening to the previous episode would have been helpful. <laughs> I listened to it. I did not. Andre, you should listen to Stop This, go listen to the first one, and then listen to this. We I follow, might send you a text. We follow Bill as he uh, pulls up to a Chinese restaurant. Inside, uh, Mike is waiting, and he rushes Bill and hugs him. We hear Eddie walk in, explaining all his different food allergies to the waitress. If he give me cashews, I will literally die. Bev walks up to the restaurant, but hesitates while Ben starts talking to her from behind. She doesn't recognize him because now he's tall and muscular. Um, they hug and smile. They are interrupted by Richie. Yeah, he's supposed to be real tall and muscular and sexy. sexy. Uh, they're interrupted by Richie. This is right. wow. You two look amazing. What the fuck happened to me? <laughs> they all go inside and eat and drink and reminisce. Uh, they bust on each other's balls, of course. And Richie tells Eddie he's married his mom now. And they point out how attractive Ben has become. They finally, <clears throat> they finally ask, where the hell is Stan at? They blow it off thinking that he's just scared, and the Loser's Cup continues to have a great dinner, joking around, and etc. They have all these memories. It's, it is a good scene. Their memories are coming well, back ran to the train on Beverly. They didn't remember anything, and then they arrived here, and now they're no. like, I remembered you. I remember we were friends. <laughs> then at the end of the meal, the waitress brings a bowl of fortune cookies. Ben tells Bill uh, she's married, and we see... Uh, Ben's disappointed look. Ben tells Bill that she's married. That's what I said. Ben tells. Oh, Bev tells. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have Bev I was like, and that's ben. a weird sentence. <laughs> they do call her Bev a lot. They don't really say Beverly. They keep calling her Bev. Um, Beverly. Beverly Hill. And she says know. that she loved ben, uh, Bill's new movie. Bill says, but you thought the ending sucked? And they all kind of agreed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Beverly and Bill are flirting and while Beverly's husband was a piece of trash, there was nothing wrong with Bill's wife. Just yeah. because she didn't like the ending of his book, yeah. that and doesn't she mean... she wanted to have him finish this so she could do her job. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't... Like, he had a... Ha- he didn't see... We did, saw no indications he had a bad marriage, so he needed not to flirt with her. <laughs> well, it's okay. He could be a piece of shit, but they don't want her to be a piece of shit. I don't approve. Bill says it's weird he's getting flooded with all these past memories and the rest of this clu- the rest of the losers club say basically the same thing and then an immediate crushing dread comes over when they that mm. immediate crushing dread it came to them when they answered the phone but now that they're all together uh, all the memories are coming back and they feel a lot better but Bill starts to stutter and Every Mike, time we jumped off the cliff in our underwear Mike explains. Yeah, they're not really they they haven't gotten around to the bad things they've only so far remembered good things and are we here to kill a fire and they tell like um Richie says how he threw up when he answered 
got the call and he's like isn't that weird why would i do that and eddie's like i got in a car accident and <laughs> they're um, like okay so all of us have this fear and mike explains he goes well you'll remember it all eventually but for right now it's just going to be in pieces but pennywise has returned and they've all made an oath to stop him that's why he called them all back they break open the cookies and each one has a single word on it eddie says could Richie says guess, Bill says not, Mike says it, Ben says cut. They all fight back and forth like, you know, this is stupid, what is with these dumb fortune cookies? But then one of them figures out, well, maybe it's making a message, Bill. And they're trying to figure out the message with these words that they have, and they can't really seem one to figure, seem to figure out what it is. And Bev sits there by herself quiet, and a little tear comes out of her eye. Because she's got Stanley. Her says Stanley, which when they put it together, you know, guess Stan could not cut it. They believe it's a, some kind of stage trick until the rest of the cookies start to turn into small creatures and attack them. And the black burning water press, pours over the bowl, burning everything it touches. Elaine, your face looks like it needs to make sounds. Okay. So the fortune <laughs> cookies crack open and creatures fall out. And first is a half baby, half spider. What? <laughs> what? Oh my God. She this said, and I go, is... why is that they have a baby's head? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> one, of them, one of them was just an eyeball. Did I need that? No. I didn't need that at all. It was... And then, Somebody's what is with scene. this... That black tar lava thing? The movie was watching her. What? What? Oh, my God. And, like, well, one of the things... that was in the first one, you remember? The black, the bl- the black water was in, in Pennywise's house, and it would burn everything. I guess I don't really remember that. She's blocking it out. But... God, I'm doing my best. Once she goes back to dairy, it'll start. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the things was like flying around, but it it didn't have a head. I can't. Ew. It was four hour movie, honey. Shh. Four hour. There was one of them. So Mike grabs a chair, starts smashing everything around him, repeatedly screaming, "This isn't real. It's not real." I want to say that at one point they hit the baby thing, and it says because. It said, why would you do that? I don't feel real good. Like the half baby, half creeper creature thing, which was kind of funny and upsetting at the same time. So the waitress runs in and asks if everything's okay. Richie smiles and says, yeah, can we get the check? Yeah, she comes in. She doesn't see this vision. She just sees Richie banging a chair against the table. Like this poor waitress, although it's dairy. She probably sees some shit. And they, I think they cumulatively have enough money to pay for any damages. I'm sure. Sure. Some of them make a lot of money. Yeah, Did you see Ben's house? And Richie was like, we'll get the check. You know. As they leave, a small kid comes up to the group. He says, hey, Richie, the fun's just beginning. And he holds a smile. Uh, Richie screams at him and uh, starts believing this is Pennywise and uh, screams at him and, and uh, until his parents walk up and he's like, dude, I'm a fan. That's what you say in your comedy routine and he's like oh do you want a picture he's like no no <laughs> and he says something about i don't write my own material yeah. and eddie goes i knew it outside richie's uh yelling at mike because he says mike should have warned them what they were coming home to uh bev calls stanley's wife uh who's obviously upset and she explains that stanley passed away yesterday and bev's like in the tub yeah mm-hmm. mike, she knew. mike says we need a plan Richie says, I got a plan. Get the fuck out of Dodge before this all ends up worse than one of Bill's books. 
Mike says, no, we made a pact. People Someday will die. Someday we'll be able to joke Tony like that. <laughs> Mike says, no, we made a pact. People okay will die. <laughs> Richie says, people die every day. I bet Tony's okay with that, too. Yeah. And plus, I just remembered growing up here like two hours ago, so don't give a shit. And Richie and Eddie jump in their cars, and they're getting ready to roll. Bill is the only one that will listen, so Mike wants to show him something. And they're all, it seems like they're all staying at a townhouse. They're staying at like one hotel. Together? Yeah. Here <laughs> doesn't Even, seem like it's a big town. The Overlook? Yeah. Overlook 2. So then we cut to a baseball game. Uh, there's a little, the little girl with the birthmark is there, um, bored, and she wants to leave, but her mom says no. And then she sees a lightning bug float around and land on her hand. She smiles, and it starts to fly away. So she follows it. It goes under the bleachers. Very, Don't go under there. It's very dark down there. Don't go under there. The bug flies toward a dark corner, and two white-handed, uh, two white glove hands catch it. Nope. It's Pennywise. Nope. Hello. Get out of there. Pennywise. I'm pretty wise. Pennywise. <laughs> I, need, I need more source material. Give me. Pennywise tries to lure her to him, but Mm-mm. Vicky tells him to fuck all the way off and starts <laughs> yeah, to leave. Yeah, she does. <laughs> but Pennywise starts to cry. He says no, people make fun of him because of the way he looks. He tells the girl he can fix her face if she comes comes closer. He can blow that right off. No! Uh-uh! She comes close and... He bites her. it right off. Yeah. He overshot the bite. Because mm-hmm. I think he bit her face off. Mm-hmm. He bit her face no. off. At first I thought he was going to like... We watched that yesterday. Did you? Yes. Awesome. I do feel like he... I thought he was going to blow on her face and, like, her skin was going to come off. Like, it was going to be, like, a hurricane force winds there. But that is not what happened. No. But I was equally upset. <laughs> also, that movie's now on my list of movies to do. Oh, I love that movie. I didn't think I mean, we we'll could see. do it. No. <laughs> no I'll, I'll lie. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to bullshit you. At the prison asylum, Medic whatever Rick. it is. Mm-hmm. Back to Henry. <laughs> Henry has killed his way out. <laughs> yes. He runs across the yard. Opening doors. <laughs> and Kylo Ren zombie is waiting for him in the Firebird. The losers all head to the hotel to get their stuff and get the hell out of there. Yeah, Derry. it can drive a car. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Especially since before he died, he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's been around for 27 years. Just hanging out in the sewers. It's like, look, now you put it he's in drive. He's learned how to drive in the sewers. <laughs> It takes care of his people. The Ninja Turtles know how to drive. They live in the sewer. <laughs> sure. Just saying. There's precedence. But I remember in the first movie, the only one that had a car <clears> was Henry. Yeah. Well, Henry probably drove the car. It's probably his delusion. He probably drove a car himself. It was probably some kind of old-ass Honda. <laughs> but in his delusion. I got to be a Honda. Uh, I don't know. Toyota? Could ghetto Buick? That reminds me. My mom got a new car yesterday. Oh, yeah? What'd you get? A Corolla. But she almost got a Honda. <laughs> a Toyota. Apparently the engine went out in her car. Really? Yeah. Tony says really like this is the first he, he heard I haven't heard it. This is the first he heard so, it. Which is so <laughs> weird. Like you guys live in the same house. I forgot. <laughs> she, we weren't together. I was you. at Jessica's house and she, my mom sent Jessica a text message about how she needed to update her insurance because she got a new car. I know you were and doing Jessica that. Was like puzzle. Was your phone hacked? What is this? And she goes, no, it was just a joke, but I did get a car today. <laughs> that was my grocery list. Okay, I've made sure so ben, something that is important. Ben corners Bev. It's on the floor for no reason. The garbage can is overheat. And knows she's hiding something. Mm-hmm. Apparently Bev had a vision and saw Stanley die. Mm-hmm. She said she's seen all of them die. Mike takes Bill to the library. In his office, he has all the info 
that he can find on Derry and Pennywise, anyone in the town. Mm-hmm. Mike says he knows how to kill it. Ben has a drink. Mike shows him some Native American art and uh, that is linked to Pennywise. Uh, Bill starts to get a little dizzy. He asks Mike what's going on. Mike spiked his drink with some weird drug. Some hallucinogenic thing. <laughs> it's like it's all natural. Like the the Native American tribe gave him this and it so gave that he him, would see the visions. He could see the beginnings <laughs> of it. Otherwise known as tripping balls. And he gave a lesser dose to Bill so that Bill would also see the beginnings of it so that he would believe. believe. And we and we see that vision. Pennywise came from a crashed comet and fed on the natives. So they did a ritual to seal him away. Mike says that the losers can do the same ritual, but they all have to get... They all have to do it together for it to work. Bill and um, Mike go to the hotel. Richie so and at this point, I'm thinking, okay, so the natives did a ritual to, to seal him away. Yeah. It, it didn't did. work. <laughs> <laughs> or did it? Maybe it seals, maybe what the natives did allows it so that he's only active every 27 years. No. That's his feeding cycle. Oh, man. Now I'm thinking about that stupid, stupid shark skiing movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You talking about avalanche sharks? Yes. Coming and, soon? And the Native American thing. Oh, yeah, that's post- right. A totem? Totems, yeah. yes. They got knocked over releasing the sharks. The ghost and- sharks. <laughs> the snow sharks? Ghost snow sharks. Oh. oh. Well, I mean, that explains it Why because we all know that you brain? only have land sharks in the tropics. Why is it in here, Tony? Uh, <laughs> sorry. Why do you watch trash like that? Why did that you reason? watch trash like that? Why did someone write trash like that? <laughs> because they could. Because someone uh, like Tony was like, no, no. Yeah, who paid that dude who wrote that trash enough? Who paid that dude money? But, See, when there's something like that, I'm like, you know what? It's not just that. Is that somebody wrote this, went to a room full of people, <laughs> gave this, and they were like, I'm in. I want to see the pitch meeting YouTube episode of fucking avalanche sharks. But in it, the totems got knocked <laughs> over and the mm-hmm. sharks were released. And some You're random chick, oh, they're not going to watch it. Some oh, no. random chick is skiing by and sees them and just stands them back up and the sharks disappear. <laughs> so now, like, I wonder if the, somebody messed up some artifact and <laughs> if they just shifted it. Pennywise couldn't come back. <laughs> we'll never know. Bill and Mike get to the hotel. Oh, damn, that's Richie stupid. and Eddie are interrogating Bev about her visions. It sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. She oh, said she's seen them all die, and they go to a terrible place like Stan did. Richie says, like why? New Jersey? <laughs> Richie says, well, why don't we all see this shit? Mike explains, because she has looked into the deadlights. Mike says, it will happen if they don't stop it. They must do the ritual. Richie asks if they can't all just come back in another 27 years. Eddie says, no, asshole, we'll be 70. <laughs> Bev says, no, we won't. None of us make it that long. If we don't beat him this time, we'll be dead before the next cycle. Bill says, well, then we have, we have to do the ritual. And he leads them to the old clubhouse. Which I thought was funny because they're like, where is it? Where is it? And then one of them falls. <laughs> it's like, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, Bev trips. Bill catches her and they have a little moment and Ben watches angrily. It's an underground clubhouse that Ben constructed when he was a kid with junk wood. They explore um, and 
some more fem- some more of the memories flood back from the darkness they hear Pennywise and they all get ready uh, but it's just Richie fucking with them remember when he'd do this little dance <laughs> we get a flashback of the ref- of the losers refurbishing the clubhouse but all wearing shower caps to stop spiders from getting in their hair <laughs> because of Stanley that's what Stan wanted because he's just a good guy they reminisce about Stanley a little bit Stan asks like- if they'll still be friends when they all grow up sure why wouldn't we be Bill says they all feel bad and bad for and miss Stanley he's like hey do any of your parents still talk to anybody with the middle school with? No. How about you, Elaine? You talk to anybody from middle school? I do. Uh, no, but I do know people that I went to middle school with who still talk to each other and hang out. <clears throat> in my parents, my dad was friends with my mom's brother in high school. But they will, whenever they go back home, they will see people my that mom they grew talk, up with. <laughs> my mom talks to people that she grew up with. Yeah. I mean, I'm Facebook friends with people I grew up with, but that, I'm one of those people that cuts all ties. <laughs> a lot of those people that I went to high school with are not people that cuts all ties, and they still hang out. And they just burn a bridge. Audra still hangs out with people that she went to middle school with. Okay. I don't think Jeff... I well, just, growing up okay. in I think military Jeff housing, not a lot of people that I went to middle school with still live here. <laughs> I'm terrible at keeping in touch with people. Horrifically bad. Basically, I think we should move on. No. That's why I have to make sure that I spend time with my friends. Because <laughs> if I don't make time, I'll forget they exist. She's like Pennywise. She's, she's her own Manny Derry. Uh, Mike explains that they... She gets home after like a long day. She's like, who are you? <laughs> they need a uh, totem to sacrifice from each of them. Something from their childhood. It explains that they still don't have all their memories. And that if they split up and relive their memories... They can find their totem. And Richie is like, that's a terrible idea. Okay. We should all stay together. We're strong when we're together. And then one of them's like, but we weren't always together. It's like, no, nah, Because be they had forgotten that they had gotten into a fight and not spoken to each other. So I have a question. I don't know. Uh-huh. Do they have fake cigarettes yeah. for Bev to, to smoke as a child? Or do they just do a fake CGI smoke? Oh, I have no idea. In the movies? Yeah. How do you know she's not actually smoking? Well, she's like... 15 or whatever. It's hard. You're allowed, you're allowed to get away with anything. No, I mean in art. real life, though. Yeah, in I real think, life. I think they're probably fake. Then maybe there's some... You know how they had those e-cigarettes that looked like actual yeah. cigarettes? They're probably something like that, and then they just digitally add the smoke. Or they're like, here, kids, smoke this. And she's like, okay. And they're like, it's art. It's okay. Hmm. I don't think that that is going to fly. No, no. Nowadays. Mm-mm. But I also think a lot of people and actors smoke and she could have already been a smoker (laughs) so they split up to get their tokens they have stan's shower cap one one down Richie says it's dumb to split up eddie says yes statistically speaking uh they uh blah 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 they blah 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 (laughs) but that like elaine said they realized they weren't always together so they do split up uh, Richie says, we were always together, so splitting up is a dumb idea. And Bill says, no, actually, we weren't together after that. And he, we get the flashback to Bill punching out Richie and the group disbanding. <laughs> Adult Bev goes back to her old apartment. Her father's passed away. And, Why? Uh, and an old lady lives there now. There is nothing that would make me mm-hmm. go back and visit the place of my childhood abuse. She needed her cigarettes. She needed no. her artifacts. Her artifact her was artifact. not smokes, <laughs> but oh my god. Also from the rundown. Yes. 
need to relieve him of his order. All right, pop. continue. The old lady invites her in for some tea. Mm-hmm. Bev looks around. She sees the bathroom. Does not go in. This was <laughs> not less terrifying because I saw this in the trailer, by the way. This, remember, I don't remember what the movie was. We saw this part in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I And was she was like, I never want to see this movie. So thanks. Terrified. So. Just by this. It was Because I had terrifying. seen the first one at that point. I was like, oh, this is the sequel. I want to see that. And she's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope right out of that. Thanks, Tony. We get a flashback that leads us to believe that Bev's mom committed suicide and that her father, that her dad blames her. He sprays perfume all over her and hugs her. Mm. Ew. So icky. Bev has a hiding place in her old room. She goes to, pulls it. Pulls the, uh, sure, I don't live here, but I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wreck this lady's baseboards. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's creepy, Pennywise, but also but she didn't know that. She didn't know that. She just thought it was a weird old lady. She so she pulls the ba- the baseboard off, and uh, there's a little hole where she had a stash of uh, it's like an old the old key necklace she always wore, a stash of old cigarettes, and the postcard from Ben. January and embers. Hair of winter heart burns there too, or something. This is a sweet poem. The old lady is very weird. She has long pauses and uh, moves awkwardly. We know it's him. Bev looks at the pictures on the wall and she can see Pennywise. The old lady says it was her dad. He joined a circus and she goes to get some cookies. But in the background, she dances around. Bev doesn't see that, but we do. Naked. Yeah, why is she naked? (laughs) Is she more terrifying? As a crazy, naked zombie lady? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I think it would have been... I, I don't know. I don't think she needed to be naked to be terrifying. But... Oh, but she shifts into a large, ogre-looking old lady mm-hmm. and attacks Bev. Now, I had nightmares. Really? Many. I had nightmares. And this was not... This ogre lady was not the thing that scared me while I was watching it. Most of these zombie creature things, I after the initial like jump scare, I did not find terrifying in and of themselves. But I had nightmares about this particular one. Oh. This one and the one from Richie's, the monster in the basement. That oh okay, uh-huh. those are what I had That's the nut. Oh so, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> I was Eddie. like, I'm you're sorry, no. Of- Ball Bunyan? No, no. <laughs> right. Paul Bunyan's scary. You're right. I'm sorry. It was it's it was Eddie. Eddie's. Those two particular monster creatures, I had nightmares about. Oh, sorry. I was like. You should have thought about that before you picked. Which it was funny because I didn't mm-hmm. think th- those weren't the scare the things that scared me the most while watching this. But that's what I had nightmares about, which mm-hmm. I thought was horrific. And I didn't have nightmares after the first one. Hmm. Well, there was no old lady dancing around naked scene in the first one. I, I don't know what it was that <laughs> made me, that gave me nightmare. Like, I don't know why. Because you know what I never need to see again? Old lady dancing around naked scenes. I don't need to see old lady saggy I, boobies, oh, ever. I tell you, when I cleaned houses, I saw more than one naked old lady. And that is something Look. that I never needed to see. <laughs> I don't want to talk about one it. Moving on. One of the on. things that ever happened to me at work was oh, some old God. lady needed help go. with a bra. <laughs> I do not need that in my life. So, Tony. So, Bev Bev runs away, obviously, and ends up down a dark hall. We see Pennywise in human form at the end of it, and he says, you know, you haven't changed anything yet, and you haven't saved them. He then puts on the white makeup on his face and cuts the red lines into his face. Bev screams, fuck you, and bursts out the door and runs into the street. She has her token, but when she looks back at the apartment, it's 
it's abandoned. Yeah, it's like an abandoned building. So all of that was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Richie goes to the abandoned movie theater where they still have video games still up for some reason. Uh, he gets some tokens and remembers back to playing Street Fighter when he was a kid. That movie, the movie took place what year? 87? 87. Yeah, Street Fighter, Street Fighter 1 was... Wasn't that Mortal Kombat? That was on? Yeah, Mortal Kombat's in there too, though. Mm-hmm. That wasn't, I don't think. That was like 92. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, continuity. Well, they wouldn't leave video games there either. Why no. Would, why would Which is what John that? said. They would have sold also, those They would have sold those video yeah. games because those are like worth $1,000. Yeah, easy. Like, so, let me know. If, you, if you're throwing them away, I'll, yeah. I'll grab one. Um... So he's playing Street... Uh, Richie, as a boy, is playing Street Fighter with this kid, some other kid that is there. Uh, Richie seems to like him, um, and the boy loses or wins or whatever. He rolls out, and Richie tries to get him to stay. He's but, like, I got some more quarters. We could kill. We could still play. Like, they were just having fun playing together. And when he well, turns and around, this is when all his friends... Like, he has no friends right now, so he's lonely. <laughs> and he turns around, Henry's walking in and catches, catches wind of all this and calls him a gay slur and forces him to leave. Says he's trying to fuck his cousin or something. Yep. He goes to the park and sits in front of the huge Paul Bunyan statue. It chases him down, but continue and convinces, but he convinces himself it's not real. Um, then grown-up Richie goes to the same place, and uh, passerby hands him a pamphlet. Uh, it's for his funeral, kind of like in the first movie where he found the missing thing, missing poster for himself. Mm-hmm. But this time it's a funeral honoring him. Um, then Pennywise appears on top of Paul Bunyan saying, did you miss me, Richie? Because I missed you. You want to, If you want, we can play a game, maybe Street Fighter, because you seem to like that so much. Or maybe Truth or Dare. Pennywise taunts Richie because he has a secret. But you'll never be Truth. But what is Richie... Do they say what Richie's secret Tony is? Tony told me. At the end. He's gay. Which is what I thought was being He's implied, gay. but I don't know that... Eddie. He loves Eddie. Yeah. Oh... <laughs> I um, feel like that was not... I was like, who's E? <laughs> so I was like, Eddie. <laughs> it's Elton John. I feel like it was not... Elton, I love Elton John. <laughs> is like he the it, rocket man? I feel like that was implied, but I was curious if that was what it is, because it wasn't spelled out enough for me, and I was too did terrified tell, to pick up on all the clues. Did he tell E, don't go breaking my heart? No. No, he doesn't. Couldn't if he tried. So all the people in the background are freezing, frozen, and then they start swaying as Pennywise talks. Uh, Richie Hall's ass away from him. Pennywise is sad. Nobody wants to play with me. But he got his token, which is actually a token. What's your token, Uh We cut to Bill. He finds a pawn shop that has his childhood bike in it. Mm-hmm. It's run by a gruff old man. Who's Stephen King. Yeah. Recognizes and says, oh, I know, you're that famous writer, so you can afford $300 for this bike. Bill sees his book on the desk and says, do you want me to sign it? He says, no. no. I didn't like the ending. Which Tony told me, apparently a lot of people don't like Stephen King's endings, so that's why that's in there. Well, his endings are not always, they're not, ha- they're not necessarily happy endings. He leaves yeah. lots of things open-ended so that they could, everybody mur- gets murdered. Um, <laughs> Bill tries to ride the bike but it's a mess. He's, he does finally get it going and uh, yells Hi-Ho Silver away, which he did a lot in the first one. Then he rides by his old house and remembers uh, he has a flashback and remembers Georgie seeing him as a little kid. This is where I was talking to John and I says, why haven't they talked about Georgie yet? Has Bill forgotten Georgie? Georgie? And then the scene happened. Yeah. And then he goes John kept his... saying Georgie. Yes. 
It goes to I the not, sewer. I said Georgie. She said, don't say, why well, I said That's like, not that. how she you said, said it. His name is Georgie. And she was freaking out. I was like, Georgie? And she was freaking out for no reason. Um, so mm-hmm. young young Bill goes to the sewer. This is after, obviously, Georgie died. And screams for Pennywise. Tells him to show up. Um, he doesn't show up. But then he screams at him, why Georgie? Um, he starts to cry. Pennywise finally appears. He says, why Georgie? Because you weren't there. Then he goes back to... There's a thing where he, it, it seems like Pennywise just wants to eat Bill. But all this other shit happened because he couldn't get to Bill and, and then all the Losers Club and all this other stuff. It's all pretty much just this thing to get to Bill, but he just can't seem to get him. But uh, grown-up Bill hears Georgie in the sewer. Um, he can see him partially underneath with a boat in his hand. So he reaches down to... I was like, what are you doing? To get him. <laughs> I know. I was like, you know better than that. Don't put your hand in there. <laughs> and he grabs the boat, but Pennywise grabs him. And he, but he does manage to escape uh, the sewers and got his token, which is the, the boat that he made for Georgie. But then he screams, I hate you. The kid, the kid uh, that's living at his house hears him and comes over and starts to talk to him. And Bill's, he's like, why are you talking to that drain? And he says, um, do you hear anything from the drain? He's like, no. And he's like, good. He goes, but I hear stuff from my bathtub drain. And he's like, fuck. He's like, are you serious? He's like, yes. Bill grabs him and says, look, you need to get your parents to get out of this town. Lie, whatever it is you have to do, but get out of here. And Did you like, notice the bottom of his skateboard? No, what was it? The bottom of this, this kid's skateboard is the same pattern as the carpet in the Overlook Hotel. Oh, okay. <laughs> It was in the trivia. Lots of trivia on this, by the way. Lots oh. of trivia. If you're bored and you've made your way through all of the Cobra trivia, <laughs> it chapter. Then a wow. But, but uh, <laughs> I was like, this kid is not going to be able to convince his parents that they need yeah. to leave town right now. What he should have been like is don't listen to the voice in the sewer. I heard it too when I was a kid. It's and not I'm real. Crazy. You know, like something... Something that might actually help him. <laughs> well, the kid, either way, the kid is weirded out by this grown person talking yes. to him. And he says, I got to go because I'm going to the festival. Um, the creepy clown fair. <laughs> uh-uh. Ben goes back to his high school. And, uh, and just walks right in the door. Yeah. That's not real. <laughs> then he has a flashback to him sitting, I don't know. sitting in a classroom. All the people leaving hit him in the back of the head and tell him he's a punk. You could used him. to just walk in schools. Like, yeah. as long as there was somebody there, the doors weren't necessarily locked. It wasn't until after Columbine, probably, that they started locking schools Which and being more... No, I was Joe Clark. place after... This, I mean, but when the book was written, when the story was written, yeah. that wasn't a concern, so. That's true. You know what he's saying? That motherfucker can't kick me out of his school. You know where he's saying it? Out in the parking lot. I love that scene. I have mm-hmm. a key to get in to my school, but the door I go in in the morning is always unlocked. <laughs> but, I mean, now we and take... the security guard is not there. <laughs> so many things have happened in schools that that kind of thing, you know. But like when I was growing up, you just if the doors were just open all the time, you just went in until everybody left for the day. Like, and this is not at night; it's in the afternoon. So there's probably still people in the building, summer school, that sort of thing. I don't know what time of year this is. Well, it's summer. So Ben's in there by himself, and uh, Bev shows up, and she's very nice to him. Um, they talk for a bit, but then she begins to taunt, to taunt him and belittle him for being fat. Uh, her hair catches fire and she chases him. 
Obviously, it's Pennywise. Mm-hmm. He hides in a locker and keeps the key, keeps the yearbook page that Bev signed, looks at it, and says she would never say that. It's not her. But then Pennywise shows up behind him in the locker. I was like, this I, is the biggest locker ever. Chases him. <laughs> I was like, don't look. He's behind you. He's in the locker. You know he's in the locker. Don't look. Don't look. Don't well, look. There's a very scary new kids on the block poster behind him if you get a chance. I know. And what and did I... couldn't figure out. She's like, oh, look, it's Donnie. I'm like, that's not Donnie. That's, <laughs> that's Jordan. That's Jordan. But I'm like, She's oh. like, no, it's Joey. I said, still Jordan. <laughs> Whatever. But Jordan looks so creepy. I thought Jordan was going to turn always into Pennywise. I thought so, too. I was like, Tony, is that poster about to bite him? <laughs> Either way, he's got his token. Terrifying. Terrifying. Because that thing was huge. They were hanging tough. Terrifying. <laughs> ben returns to the hotel and sits with Beverly. He tries to tell her that he loves her, but she pulls out the postcard and says that this poem made her feel special. She thinks and cares. She thinks about uh, that she cares for the person that wrote it, Bill, but she's not positive. <laughs> Ben tries to explain, no, it's not Bill, it's him, but before he can get that out, Richie comes in. It freaks me out that she thinks it's still Bill after all this time because she quoted the poem to Bill before they kissed as children, and he didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. She don't remember that. (sighs) See, look, we're getting louder and your dog is snoring louder. (laughs) It's comforting. It's not comforting. (laughs) He knows that this scares me, so he's trying to be comforting by snoring so that I know that I'm not alone. (laughs) <laughs> and that he will protect me against evil ass alien clowns. Which is all you can ask of dogs. Because <laughs> nobody likes killer clowns from outer space. No. So Richie comes in, doesn't want to talk to nobody, just wants to go home. Ben uh, tries to talk him out of it. Uh, Eddie sees the old pharmacy and he wants to get a prescription filled. The old man's still there. He's gross. What oh. is that? <laughs> what is that? That's what I said when I saw the door. <laughs> what is that? Eddie flashes back to a similar occurrence with the daughter. Uh, she's still a gross bitch like she was before. Eddie hears his mom downstairs calling for help, so he goes to help her. It's filled with dirty needles, bags of blood, all kinds of horrible Broken stuff. Cannot. Specifically for him. Cannot. He finds his mom strapped down and goes to save her, but he's too scared and runs away. Or is that his wife? Because there's like something. In this scene, it's his mom. <laughs> so grown Eddie goes to the same place. She had one of those um, 80s tracksuits on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember those. Like everybody's mom wore one of those. That's because they were comfortable. Yeah. Now everybody's mom wears yoga pants. And not everybody's mom should wear yoga pants. Not everybody's also mom should wear a neon tracksuit. <laughs> no, neon tracksuits were awesome. But, <laughs> but spandex is a privilege, not a right. Eddie, uh, grown Eddie, looks behind the curtain for his mother. She's not there. He's sighs in relief, and then a leper attacks him. Uh, Eddie gets a little tired of this shit and actually starts to beat the leper's ass and choke him, and then he starts to feel really good about himself because the leper cannot fight off his strength, but then vomits in his face and mouth. And, unlike, and he's done with this. Yeah. He Okay, he's covered in leper... Juice. <laughs> say that he, three times. <laughs> but um, leper juice. Leper, when he goes leper, in, leper when he meets up with everybody else, he's still covered in leper yeah. juice. Which all the other stuff were visions that seemed to go away. But this one is real. Yeah. But he's covered in leper juice. What Ew. does that smell like? Bad. Ew. Bad. It smells like. Ew. Do you know when the dogs crack one off and it makes you want to gag? That times a bajillion. A bajillion. I don't know about a bajillion. A bajillion. Those are facts, sir. I can't fathom a bajillion. That's not a real number. 
But that's what that smelled like. And he probably tasted it. It was exabytes of smell. So Bill returns to the hotel to try and uh, rally everyone. Bill and Bev share a moment. They kiss. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he cheats on his wife. The same she kiss. cheats on her husband. Her husband is a douchebag. Does not make it okay. Divorce your husband first. Or leave him. Hide him. Hide well, from I him forever. I think when she left, she was not going back. She left a ring on the You're making post. an assumption. I'm just saying. But it doesn't matter. We know she had a bad marriage. We can at least understand. But Bill. Bill. You mean Bill, Bill. you're married. His name is Phil. Phil Landerer. Wow. What he's doing is way worse than her. I'm sorry. On the good bad scale, he's pond scum. As they're kissing, a slow a skateboard slowly climbs down the steps. Bev says, Should we run? Bill says, You know what? This is dairy. I'm kinda getting used to this. <laughs> then it starts to bleed, but the blood travels up towards the ceiling. And on on the under deck is a message from Pennywise. You won't be there for him either. An obvious goat about the little kid from earlier. So Bev says to wait. We'll get everyone together and we can rally to fight Pennywise. Bill says, no, I got to go now. He's going to kill this kid. Richie runs uh, out the back way, <laughs> jumps in his car, and is going to drive off. He is Dinkelman out. Yeah, he has <laughs> had enough of this. He's in his jeans. We see the Firebird. He's mobile. He's mobile, yeah. F's. And uh, we see the Firebird. Eddie is cleaning the schmutz or whatever. What do you call schmutz? it? Schmutz. Uh, Lemon juice. The leper juice. juice. Lemon juice. Uh, off his face when he's attacked by Henry, grown Henry. Oh, my Henry God. Henry stabs Eddie in the face cheek. Dude. Oh, my <laughs> God. Eddie. And, and like a boss, he... Well, and then Eddie... He just Eddie climbs the tub into the tub and shuts the curtain. <laughs> shuts the curtain. Like, what else are you supposed to do? Henry, Henry uh, tries to snatch past the curtain to grab him, and Eddie stabs him in the fucking chest with the knife. He pulls out of his face. <laughs> then, before he leaves, he says to Henry, you know, you should really get that fucking mullet cut. It's been like 30 years. <laughs> Uh, Bill rides to the fair on his bike, <laughs> and even though he has a car, but uh, he scans the crowd looking for the little kid. He can't seem to find him, but at the last second, he does see him go into the fun house. <laughs> Usual. I tell you, I've been in a lot of haunted fun houses. Never one that was clown themed like this. Like this is really for elaborate. a traveling fair. <laughs> I mean, how much of this was the funhouse and how much of this was Pennywise? I don't know. But when he goes through the room with, like, the clown faces on the battering ram things, I mean, and the sad clown ones were really creepy. (laughs) There's something about a sad clown that's even worse than a happy clown. So he runs through. There's a spinning. The room spins in one room. Like she said, there's uh, swinging clown pendulums that you have to run through. But finally it ends in a mirror room. Bill tries mirror to catch maze. mirror maze. Sorry, kill. Bill. Welcome back to the podcast, the mirror maze. Last time seen in Conan the Destroyer. <laughs> Bill tries to catch Is that the, the one kid. with the snakes that were facing each other. No, like this. this. No, no, that's the other one. With Dagon, the dreaming god. I know. I just wanted to do that because I like to do the snakes with the facing each other like this thing. Two snakes facing each other like this. Uh, Bill tries to catch the kid, but he is separated by the walls. I like how he keeps running into mirrors and like, <laughs> hitting his face on glass. The kid is scared. Um, 
And Bill just says, look, calm down. I'm going to get you out of there. And then behind him, Pennywise appears licking the glass. Bill, and Pennywise doesn't lure, not that we see, he doesn't lure this. The kid does not want to be anywhere near Pennywise, the, but can't get away. Well, the kid <laughs> is running from Bill. He's like, get away from me, you creepy old adult. And Fair he, enough. But then once he sees Pennywise, he's like, actually, come help me, you creepy adult. <laughs> so Bill, Bill starts to punch and kick on the glass, and he can't get through it. It's very thick. And he finally just starts to cry, and he says, Pennywise, just take me. Don't hurt the kid. And Pennywise, Pennywise is... Starts headbutting the glass. As oh hard God. as he can, over and over, until finally smashes it, and then chomps on the kid. Blood goes Rawr. everywhere. So it's very upsetting and terrifying, and the kid actor is real good, because he goes from like being annoyed and weirded out by Bill to being terrified and just crying and... Oh, Second God. best kid actor I've ever seen in a Stephen King movie. <laughs> True that. Yeah. The other kid was phenomenal. Richie sees the church that Stan was mitzvahed? Bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. I mitzvah. thought bar mitzvah was the party afterwards. And mitzvah. No, the whole no, thing the, was the, the well, party right. comes after the bar mitzvah. The okay. bar mitzvah is the ceremony. And if it, when okay. he was a girl, it'd be the? Bat mitzvah. There you yes. go. So anyway, that's what he did. And we hear uh, we hear his voice. A voice that's what I cut the We I've see a couple. Fun. We see young Ben walking away, crying, um... After seeing Bev and Bill kiss, townspeople pointing and talking about Mike's parents burning to death. Uh, Rich, stuff. Mm. Richie carves initials into a bridge, but we don't see what the initials are. We see the losers hanging out and having fun. Young Stan says, fuck this, to his family, and Richie claps, stands up and claps, and his mother makes him sit back down. Adult Richie, now he wants to stay. Mike is in the library. Remember Stan. Like Stan made this speech in the middle of his, at the end of his bar mitzvah about how he's not a man and he doesn't feel like it and nothing has changed and like. You're just not going along with the BS yeah. of this whole thing. Stanley always stands up when it counts. So Mike's at the library waiting for the gang to show up. They're a little late, obviously. A book shoots off the shelf onto the floor and opens up straight to an article about Mike's parents. Two crackheads die in a fire. We see a flashback of Mike watching it happen, but he couldn't help because he's a little kid. Then Henry attacks Mike. They struggle. Mike throws him through a Native American artifact case, smashing it. Uh, Henry tries to stab Mike, but uh, he, Mike holds him off for a minute long enough for Richie to show up and hit him in the back of the head with a tomahawk. Yeah. You know, you say hit him in the head back with a tomahawk. Another way to say that is he splits his skull well, off. Okay. He murders him. He does. Uh, Bev, Ben, and Eddie all show up. They call Bill. Richie uh, throws up. <laughs> well, he just killed Like you would. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you okay? And he's like, well, I just killed a dude. And they're like, we're talking to... <laughs> to Mike, which why aren't you talking to both of them? They, like, uh, how do you be like? Wow, that was really fun. I want to kill some more. <laughs> I'm gonna go call Pennywise. How do you get those done? They, I switch uh, teams. They call Bill. He's obviously upset. He says, "Look, fuck this ritual. Fuck all this shit. He just killed this kid right in front of me. In front of me, I'm going to kill it right now by myself. And I don't want you guys to get hurt. Have a good life." The losers are like, "Fuck." Mike says they have to do this ritual together. This is the only way to stop them. Richie looks at the... It's, I called it a leather cauldron. I don't know what the hell it is. Like a, yeah, a drum-looking thing. No, it's more like a 
Some like a leather of, vase. It's a little yeah. container. Yeah. It's a leather basket. It's that's some bric a brac. Like that's more pyramid in shape with a hole at the top. Yeah. So there's a lid. With a with some markings on the side. So Richie looks at the leather cauldron thing, and each side each side has a scene carved into it about something with the Native Americans fighting Pennywise. But then he looks at the last scene, and it's all scraped off, like not. It doesn't look right. It's like somebody scraped it off with a knife. He's like he looks at it funny, and Mike snatches it away from him. Uh, Bev says, "Look, he's going. If he's going to kill it, there's only one place he'd go." the creepy house. Bill pulls up to the house and walks to the front door. Imagine if you live next to this house. Yeah. The Clopex. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder... Sit on the burps. I, wa- I mean, I guess... I guess. But I wonder, like, just like she walked into that apartment building and when she left, it was derelict and abandoned. I wonder if what they see when they see this house is the same thing that everybody else sees. I don't know. It's but say. it's dairy. People seem to just not see these things. <laughs> not notice all these kids being killed and kidnapped and all this stuff. What is that? Oh, The Shadow. I'm like, what is that movie where there was that <laughs> whole building that mm-hmm. the if you didn't know about it? Yeah. Does like Pennywise have... The hearts of men. Maybe the you shadow. only really... shadow powers? Pennywise the Shadow. So Bill pulls up to the house and walks to the front door. The rest of the losers show up. Bill says, "Look, this is all his fault. This is all his fault. Leave, leave him alone. Let him go by himself." Bev picks up the rusted gate skewer thing. Mike says, uh, "We didn't beat him alone last time, so we're not going to be able to beat him alone this time." Bev says, "Losers stick together." They all look. They all look at each other. Bill says, "What? It, I think Richie said it best last time." Richie said, "I did." Uh, what? I don't want to die. He says, "No." Let's not measure dicks? No. He says, let's kill this fucking clown? He goes, yes. Let's kill this fucking clown. Inside, it's even more dilapidated and ruined than before. And it's very spacious. Yeah. More black burning water comes down the staircase. Uh, They get split into two groups. Again. Ben, Mm -hmm. Bev, and Mike are all in one room. Uh, Ben's stomach is starting to be cut open again. And it spells out the words, home at last. Bill, Richie, and Eddie are in another room where an old fridge opens up and Stanley's head rolls out. He says, I'd still be alive if it wasn't for you, Bill. And then it grows legs. It grows legs. It's a homage to the thing and chases them around. It was terrifying. (laughs) I don't know why, but Stanley's head with spider legs, oh... My God, I cannot, cannot, no thank you. So Bev sees, there's a mirror in front of Ben, and Bev sees Pennywise in it carving uh, the the words into Ben's stomach, and then he puts it to his throat and starts to pull it across, and Ben's throat starts to get slashed, so she runs to the mirror and smashes it with the metal thing. The thing that I noticed is Ben's stomach was cut into and he doesn't seem to have scars. I saw that too. And I think it would have been better if they had left the scars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because Bowers was like going to cut his fucking name into it or something. And he got at least the H completely done. Yeah. Yeah. There should be an H. (laughs) Which... So so Bill and Richie fight the head, the monster... Uh, but Eddie's too scared to move. He backs into a corner and won't leave. 
Ben kicks the door open and stabs the head with a kitchen knife repeatedly. Bill screams at Eddie, but Eddie starts to cry. He says, I'm sorry, I'm too scared. I can't fight him. Then they go to the well. Down the well, they wade through the sewers until they reach the place where the, all the kids were floating in the first one. Mm -hmm. uh, Pennywise attacks Bev in the water as the old woman and uh, pushes him, pushes Which, her underwater. Oh my God, when they got in the water, I was like, oh my God, get out of the water. 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 Something's going to grab you. Something's going to grab you. Get out of the water. Get out of the water. And sure enough. And the old woman drags her under the water and everybody except for Eddie jumps in the water to save her. And then they find Pennywise's lair. One by one, they climb down this pit to get to it. Uh, Eddie, again, won't climb down the hole. He breaks down, starts to cry. But Richie gives him a pep talk and gets him to finally, finally gets him to come so to Who him. pulled a knife out of their face and stabbed a dude with it? <laughs> <laughs> who killed Pennywise last time? Yeah. When you come through. Cowboy up. In the clutch, Eddie is the so man. Betty, or Bev gives Eddie, Betty, Bev gives Eddie her weapon and says, take this. It kills monsters if you believe that it does. No, she says, take this. It kills monsters. He says, really? He says, well, it does if you believe it. Yeah. <laughs> so deep, deep in the caverns, they find the impact site where Pennywise's comet hit or whatever. And this pile of bones lay all they around They had a it. big ba-da-boom. This was cool and annoying at the same time. <laughs> like... I would have found these rock formations very cool and atmospheric in a different movie, but in this one, it just seemed kind of dumb. Not gonna lie. What if they were graboids in there? Graboids are terrifying. <laughs> Mike says that this place has been here for over two million years. Don't know what book he read that in, but okay. But like, it, like, how would you know? You wouldn't. Is that what the natives told you? How the hell would they know? They just made some shit up. Because guess what? They weren't dead two million years ago. In the center, <clears throat> Mike sets up the leather cauldron thing. The leather cauldron. And says that they can only kill it in its true form. And the ritual will make it turn into its true form. He sets the fire and says they each have to put their artifacts in. Your artifact. Bill puts I Georgie's boat in. Eddie puts his inhaler in. Which was a bad idea. Yeah. Bev puts in her poem. Ben pulls the page from the yearbook with the one signature. This is a page from my yearbook. Only one kid signed it. Uh, Richie puts in a token from the arcade, and Eddie gives him shit, saying that that's not going to burn. And he's neither done. is the inhaler, yeah. and somebody puts a rock in and there. Mike, <laughs> Mike puts the rock in from the rock fight. That where has they Henry's blood on it still. And Eddie leans over and so, that's not going to burn either. They, they had <laughs> a rock Some, Somebody pulled out the shower cap, too, for Stanley. Yeah. They had the shower yeah, cap. Yeah, but the end so hold up. Mike went back to where the rock fight was, found the rock with the blood on it, and kept it all these years. Yeah, well, Mike has some problemos. <laughs> look, these kids defended him. That's a that's a strong memory. Yeah. I don't care about the memory. He went and got the rock. And then they hold hands. Mike says, "This is the last part." And then the deadlights come down from the ceiling. They all scream, uh, "Turn light into dark!" Over and over. The deadlights float down and go into the cauldron. And then Mike slams the lid shut. But it won't shut Yay, all the way. Yay, the end. But so it won't shut you guys all the think? way. Because the balloon... I think the movie's not over. We have another 45 oh, minutes. shit, that's right. A giant red balloon expands from out of the top of it. To keep him from being able to put the lid on. It almost fills the entire impact site uh, and pushes all of the losers out of the hole. And then it bursts. Um, 
everyone falls on the ground temporarily deafened by the explosion from the balloon and now Pennywise is there he says tell them Mike tell them why it doesn't work it's uh what's the word Eddie a gazebo <laughs> and then we see the flashback the ritual still this ritual they still do the ritual but it killed then afterwards Pennywise just kills all the natives Mike says no no they they didn't believe in it fully that's why it didn't work and the loser's like, are you fucking kidding me, Mike? You lied to us again. Pennywise grows very large and very spidery. He says, for 27 years I've dreamt of you. I've craved you. I've missed you. This is something I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. I wish there had been more of that. Like, he... They did something to him, and now he's very focused on them. Obsessed with them. Obsessed with them. And I wish there had been more bits of that. Yeah. And I bet you there is in the book, probably. Probably. But that is the stuff that... Is interesting. Is interesting and also very creepy. Like, I wish there had been more of little hints of his obsession with them. Um, Pennywise goes to stab Mike, but Bill tackles him at the last second. Pennywise starts chasing them all over the pit here. Uh, Bill ends up in a flooded basement. Bev and Ben get stuck in a weird dead end. And Eddie and Richie uh, slide down a cave. At the end of the cave, there's three doors. Which is... Bev gets locked in a, in a girl's bathroom, starts to drown in blood. Ben gets stuck in his hideout, being suffocated by dirt and sand. Richie opens... Richie decides that they're going to open the very scary door. The doors say, not scary, scary, Scary. and very scary. And he says, I know this. This is a trap. We're supposed to, we should go out very scary. So Richie goes over and opens very scary. And there's nothing in there. And he's like, oh, cool, see? And then a girl's torso comes walking out. And he slams the door shut. (laughs) Nope. And he goes, no, no, let's go for not scary at all. And so they run over and open, not scary at all. They said, he's fucking with us. They open it, and it's a Pomeranian. And he says, um... I'm thinking, it's a vampire Pomeranian. Like I, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking the Pomeranian's going to try to eat them. And he's like, and he's like, uh, well, just these... Uh, I forget which one of it is, but Eddie, I think, he's like, sit. And the, and the dog sits, and then they're like, oh, well, that is kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay, I guess he's not going to hurt us. And then it turns into this giant, horrible monster, and they slam the door. And then they run away. Eddie's like, you know what? Next time, I'm just going to go for scary. And Richie says, next time? (laughs) (laughs) It is the second time they've encountered that. So Hopefully there won't be a third unless they're 70-year-olds. But, you know. So Bill... Wait for it, chapter three. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Uh, Bill sees his younger self come down the stairs and is confused and and is confronted, sorry, by Georgie. We find out that Bill wasn't sick that morning. He just didn't want to play. And basically, it's 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 weird because it's kind of Bill reconciling what happened with Georgie, but Pennywise is doing it, so I don't really yeah. quite understand. Pennywise this. therapist, I guess. But he's uh, Georgie starts yelling, "You lied, and I died." Uh, Bill drowns fake Georgie. Pennywise tells Bev, "Look," or tells Ben. Sorry, it looks like a V. Pennywise tells Ben, "Look, all those sit-ups you did, all that success." But it doesn't matter because you're still going to die a fat, fat, fatty loser by yourself alone. And he's drowning in the or being suffocated in the sand. But he's yelling and Beverly can hear him. Yeah. Ben tells Bev that he loves her mm-hmm. and says that... Uh, and quotes the poem, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. Before he's suffocated. Bev kicks the bathroom door. Uh, 
various people that tormented her through her life keep sticking their faces through the door. Henry comes in, her dad comes in, and she keeps kicking the door shut. And then finally she says, fuck all that, and she kicks the door open, and she can see Ben suffocating and reaches her hand in and pulls him out. <clears throat> they have a shared moment. Yep. She's like, I want to cheat on my husband with you. <laughs> She's like, I loved you my whole life. And he's like, I loved you my whole life. <laughs> so like, except he for- says, is this when he says that he's carried around that yearbook page yeah. ever since it happened? So he didn't fully lose all the memories. Yeah, he remembers her a bit, but she doesn't remember anything. She's Bill accepts the fact that he didn't kill George. And what's funny is because when she was out of Derry, she didn't remember these people. Inside of Derry, she doesn't remember that she's married. Hmm. I think she remembers. Didn't she, she say in the books, um, her husband comes looking for her? In the books, and her husband and Bill's, Bill's wife, wife come looking for them, and I think they get killed, obviously. something. I don't remember exactly what happens, but it's not good because he's trying to beat her to death, and I don't know what Bill's... Bill's apparently, Bill's wife helps somehow with all of this Pennywise crap somehow, but I think she gets killed too. But again, I haven't finished it because it's like 8,000 you know, pages. <laughs> I read an 800-page book before. Like, that's hard. Like, yeah, this you, is, you, I, I, in seriousness, I think it's 12 or 13. That, that's a long, a that's long, a hard yeah, it's like, slog. It takes a lot of legs, David. <laughs> it takes a while. <laughs> the dog just popped up out, the, his head popped up outside the window. Like, hey, it's cold, come let me in. So Bill accepts that he didn't kill Georgie, and his younger self comes at him with the uh, air gun and puts it to Bill's head and gets... The thing pull. that kills the sheep from the first yeah, one. Yeah, he's going to pull the trigger, and Bill's like, go ahead, because I know I don't feel bad about this anymore, and I'm not scared of you anymore. He pulls the trigger, and nothing, nothing, happened. nothing happens to Bill. And he does it again, nothing happens to Bill. And Bill takes it from him and puts the gun to his younger self's head and kills him. Um, so now Mike stands up to it. He says, I'm not scared of you. And, and it says, of course not, you're a madman. And moves to eat him. But he gets hit in the head with a rock. And then he looks over and sees Richie. Richie says, hey, fuckface, you want to play truth or dare? Here's the truth. You're a sloppy bitch. <laughs> and then he reaches back to throw another one, another throw another rock. He says, yippee ki And then Pennywise unleashes the deadlights on him and Richie's out. Yeah. Eddie sees his friend about to die, but he's still scared. But then he remembers and he pulls out the fence post. And the so, monster killer. Says this kills monsters, if you believe it does. Then he runs over and throws the spike like he was aiming for King Xerxes. It connects, and Richie is freed from the deadlights thing, and uh, Pennywise rolls around screaming, and uh, it's like it looks like lava coming out of his mouth. I don't mm-hmm. really know. I guess it's blood. Magma. Magma. And Pennywise falls back and impales himself on the spikes from the impact crater. Stalagmite, I guess. Eddie helps uh, wake up Richie, saying, look, I, look what I did. I got it. I got him. I killed it. For real this time, I think. Um, and then, bam, it runs him through with one of his scything talon little appendages. Yeah, like kind of like um, a scorpion talon or yeah. something. They all scream no, and Pennywise laughs and throws Eddie down into a cave. So they all run to Eddie. He's dying. Eddie says that you need to make him small, and he'll be weak. 
That's what happened with the leopard that I choked. So they all try to lure Pennywise into smaller caves, making so that he'd have to shrink down to more manageable, manageable sizes. And then since they're all adults, they can jump in and beat his ass again. But he's not following them. So <clears throat> Pennywise stalks them back and forth. Um, Mike says, there, you know, there's another way that we can make him small, not just by just not fearing him and putting him down. And Pennywise says, oh, am I small? Huh, no, I'm the eater of worlds. Mike says, no, you're not. You're just a clown. And that stops Pennywise for a second. And one by one, they all start calling Pennywise the things that he had become uh, when, they, when he was tormenting him. A weak old woman, a headless boy, a fake version of Bill. He says, no, I'm the eater of worlds. You're he a goes, poopy head. Nope, you're a bully. You're a stupid fucking clown, a leper, some dumb painting, a stupid mummy. Now, in the books, what I know of is this is kind of muddled. What they do is he turns into the... Remember, he turns into the um, horror monsters. Mm -hmm. So they use the horror monster stuff to beat him. So, like, he turns into a werewolf while they shoot him with silver. And when he turns into a vampire, they use a cross on him. That kind mm -hmm. of stuff to fuck with him. I guess they can't do that, so they had to do what they can mm -hmm. with this stuff. So this is much better. They use it stern was... words. Yeah. So they use stern <laughs> they, words. They bully him to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they stood up to a bully. The power of stand, of standing up to a bully. It sends a great message. It was it was funny. It was like the ending of an after school special. <laughs> <laughs> so Pennywise, Pennywise recoils from all of this and shrinks smaller and smaller as they belittle him. I, he keeps telling himself that he's the eater of worlds. And they're like, no, you're a stupid fucking clown. Finally, Richie... Richie uh, leaves his dying friend Eddie with all upset and runs over and tears one of Pennywise's arms off and throws it. And, but now, by now, he's very small and has no weapon. The losers uh, surround him and they're all still chanting at him and calling him insults and Pennywise starts to melt. Mike reaches into his chest and Kano fatalities him. Pulls, yeah. pulls his heart out. Or like... In the Temple of Doom. Kali yeah, Ma. Kali Ma. Exactly. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> what? Then they all have, uh, they all reach around the heart and together crush it. I'm not touching that. <laughs> Pennywise says, look how all grown up, look at all, how grown up you all have become. But they crush his heart. Pennywise turns black and starts to fall apart and the dead lights all go out. Richie runs back to Eddie to tell him the good news, but... He's gone. And then everything collapses. What is this? Why is it that everything always collapses always at do. the end? This is the Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull ending. This every everything like this. They should have the Thelma and Louise ending where they all got in the car and said, let's just not stop. Or fucking <laughs> Ant-Man when they when the building implodes. Yeah. Why? Why is this always the thing? You defeat the evil and then everything collapses? It's a fucking crater. It's been there for millennia. Two million years. <laughs> That's the rumor. That's the rumor. We haven't carbon dated anything, but... Richie won't leave because he doesn't believe that his friend Eddie's dead. The whole place is collapsing and the losers have to drag Re Richie away screaming. They, of course, just make it out before the whole thing falls apart. Richie's still trying to go back in to get Eddie, but it's over. And the house starts to collapse on itself and it's a heap of trash now. Then the losers all go to the cliff and jump off into the water. They wash off all the leper juice and talk about how Eddie would have hated this because this water is gross. <laughs> um, 
do, 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 do. Yes, swimming in dirty water. Richie, he, Richie breaks down crying. The losers all hug him. Richie says, thank you, but he doesn't have his glasses. Said so they fell into the water. So they all go underwater and try to I don't know them. who any of you are. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I can't see who you are. So Be- and they're, uh, while they're underwater, Bev and Ben kiss underwater. Where mm-hmm. Everybody thinks underwater kissing is sexy. Just, I just don't get it. No. <laughs> uh, Looks but, cool in, on TV. Uh, back in town, they're all walking back into town. Bev realizes that her scar has disappeared. And we see the kid versions of them in reflections in the mirror. And Nightmare on Elm Street 5 is on the marquee. Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. My, later, Mike calls Bill. Bill has beaten his writer's block, and they all uh, remember everything now. Mike says he's getting the hell out of Maine and going to Florida, but to check your mail. They all have gotten a letter from Stanley. Stan explains that he is sorry he couldn't go with them because he knows deep down he was too scared to face Pennywise. So he he took the easy way out of the game. He took himself out of the game. He that everybody had to go in order to defeat him, but he knew he couldn't go, so he killed himself. Yeah. So he took himself out of the equation. We see that Ben and Bev are together now, and Mike leaves Derry, happy to get out and of there. And they're on a boat. They're on a boat. They're on a boat. They got their flippy floppies. Richie goes back to the bridge and recarves his and Eddie's initials. He was secretly in love with Eddie. And that is the end. What'd you think, John? Hey, I get to go first. <laughs> okay. Um, my favorite character was Mike. Because mm-hmm. he was the only one who knew what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Everybody else was just kind of lost. Although he did trick them. Well, kind of. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. My least favorite character is uh, Bill, Bev, and Ben, because they're all cheaters. Okay. And, yeah, that. Ben didn't cheat on anybody. Yes, but he was cheater adjacent. Okay. <laughs> cheater He was the manstress. Mm-hmm. He knew that she was married. Mm-hmm. And still did his thing. Yeah, it's messed up, but mm-hmm. he loved her since he was a child. Well, and he should have married her when they were kids. Okay, keep going. All right. Um, my favorite scene is when what's is the the Mortal Kombat thing, whether in the arcade. Thank you. Well, movie theater, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, movie theater with the arcade because I miss going to arcades. Do too. Yeah, they were fun. My favorite tertiary object is. I'm sorry. That's my favorite tertiary object is the... The game. The game. game, yeah. My favorite scene is the one with the old lady and mm-hmm. Bev. Mm-hmm. Because it is just so outlandish and freaky with the old lady dancing naked. Yeah. <laughs> that it's just funny. That was funny. And my favorite line is, a mullet, really? It's been 30 years. <laughs> and... he. I will maybe this movie because the ending sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it had to. I mean, it was just not good. Like, it was too long. Yeah. They needed to cut some shit long. out, and the ending sucked. So it was, all right, if you watched the first one, you have to watch it. So. Yeah. The first one is definitely a better movie. Yeah. And there you go. Collie? All right. My favorite character was Richie. My least favorite character was the pharmacist. <laughs> Is he really a character? 
hate him. <laughs> I think he might have been my least favorite character in the first movie, too. I can't remember. I don't know. Um, don't you write that stuff uh, down? Bev's dad. I don't have to say notebook anymore. That oh. one died a while ago. Uh, my favorite scenes were the flashbacks where we got extra stuff about when they were kids that we didn't get in the right. first movie. My favorite line was when Bev's dad asked her if she's still his little girl, and she says, not anymore. <laughs> um, and my favorite tertiary object, I, I went with the haunted house because I have never been in a haunted house that was quite that, you know. Elaborate. Elaborate, haunted? yeah. Usually they're, they're kind of lame. Because <laughs> usually you go to like a, a traveling fair. So there's only so much they can do. Um, I did not like this one as much as I liked the first one. I still would recommend it because if you watch the first one, then you should watch the second one so you can get... But I I liked that the first one had a lot more like subtle causes of tension and stuff. And this one just felt like it was more in your face. And I yeah. just... I didn't like it as much. So I'm still going to yay it, but... I don't like it as much as the first one. It's a slight yay. Yeah. It's a pity yay. It's a pity yay. It's a yay. Tony and I talked about this when we went out to breakfast this morning, so he knew that. Bling. Okay. So I looked back, and I was curious who my favorite character was last time. Mm -hmm. It was Eddie. My favorite character this time is Eddie. Yeah. Still, still on Team Eddie all the way. My least favorite well, Eddie character... Eddie did take a knife out of his face and stab him. My least him. favorite character last time I went with Beverly's dad... And this time I chose Beverly herself. Ooh. In the first Hot take. In the first movie, she was, mm, yeah. she was she was very strong and she you could tell that she was having very horrible things to her but she still like she motivated them and she was one of the part of the glue that kept them together mm -hmm. and you know, she was part of the reason that they stayed strong and stuff like that. But in this movie and I don't know if they changed her character because of her experience with the deadlights and that changed her, but she was so weak. Yeah. Like even I was the, disappointed from the opening character. when we saw her with her husband and just the fact that she would marry someone who would do that to her after her experience as a child and like the whole time she's just she's so afraid and she's so wishy washy. And even though all of the boys are also afraid, they keep finding inner strength. But it, she never really seems to find that. She's always just so wishy-washy the whole time that I really didn't like how she was as a grown-up. I think she it was had, the had, actress who played Beverly in the first movie was a lot more likable than the actress in, this, in the second movie. I don't movie. know. Yeah, Justine Chastain is not I, very likable. I talked Jessica to Tony Chastain about... Jessica Chastain is fine. I told Tony about how I was disappointed in how she ended up when she grew up. And he was like, well, there's like the cycle of abuse and statistics. I said, but at the end of the first one, you thought she's overcome this. She's a strong, you know. I said, what I would have liked. But she forgot If you want to carry over some of her trauma, I would have liked if she was just a single woman who didn't mess with men at all because she didn't want to. Well, she, and she didn't want to fuck around with men. She, you know. And part of it is they forgot. They left Derry and they forgot. And she was the first one to leave because she went to live with her aunt. Yeah. After her father died, lived, I don't know. But she went to live with her aunt. So you would think she forgot faster. You would have thought that she would grow up and be the most normal or the strongest. You would think. M meanwhile, I feel like she was the weakest. She was shit. 
You could be a single even mom that Stan, worked hard. Even Stan, in Reba. the end, killed himself to give them strength. Every day, you Secret gotta bring Reba, don't you? But my favorite scene is when they find the clubhouse and they're remembering being kids and how cool the clubhouse was and then they think about Stanley and the shower caps and that. I really like that. My favorite tertiary object, I had two just in case I needed a backup, but I get, no one took it, so I get to go with my first one, which is Giant Paul Bunyan. <laughs> <laughs> now it's cool Mortal Kombat. I just like Giant Paul Bunyan. Um, I found this movie very scary, but... It wasn't as the. I wish there had been more Pennywise and less monster. Because the Penny Pennywise is what's scary. Like the thing under the bleachers and the thing in the sewer with Pennywise is so much scarier than like the thing with Eddie under the pharmacist shop or the thing with like the bit with Richie and he sees Pennywise on top of Paul Bunyan. Like that stuff is so creepy and scary. They didn't they need. They took their time with it. They took their time with it, and a lot of them, a lot of parts that didn't. And I read a lot of reviews. I read through some of the reviews, and the bad reviews were people thought it was too funny, and people thought the CGI wasn't good, like on the monsters, and it wasn't necessary. And I definitely think it wasn't as scary as the first one, and it could have been. Yeah. Oh, it could have been. It scarier. could have been so <laughs> much worse. And so I'm going to give this. I mean. If you watch the first one, I feel like you kind of should watch the second one. And I think it would be better. If, and I think a director's cut where they merge them together would be good, even though it would be 800 years long. <laughs> um, I don't want to watch this again, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't. I'm going to give it a yay, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it gave me nightmares. It must be scary. If you like horror movies, watch it. Another, another pity yay. <laughs> no, it's hard for me to... Tony and I talked about this movie for our entire breakfast today. <laughs> it's hard for me to yay or nay a horror movie because I just I don't want to watch them I don't like them but I have to admit that this is a good one like I can't just say oh it's terrible the Sorry. guy the guy that made it is not a known 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 director he's a newer guy he's really cool and stuff from what I've seen but you can tell there's a I guess I'll try something out because he made it well, the first one was like 20 million dollar budget or something it's yeah. like nothing and then you can tell that he had a vision. He really wanted to do some cool shit. And the, I think one of the, the first one's one of my favorite movies. Like, it's beautiful. It's well-written. It's scary. Like, it's a great movie. And then this one, it's like, oh, you did great. And they gave him, like, three times the budget. And you can tell it's just not as well thought out. And, like, a lot of this stuff is in day. Like, it's in the daytime, and it's not quite as scary. There's not a lot of buildup of tension. It felt very Matrix but 2. But some yeah. of it was good, like the... The way that Pennywise was like grayed out and cracked, as if yeah. he was had they had injured him in some way. Okay. Yeah. Well, mine uh, favorite character is Richie. Least favorite character are the gay bashing assholes in there. Yeah, no, they can Good die. Choice. <laughs> My favorite line is, um, "Look, next time we're just gonna go for just we're gonna go for." Uh, just scary. Just scary. Next like, time. Very scary. Next time. <laughs> My favorite scene was the Chinese food, or, or it was uh, Bill with the little kid in the mirror maze. I thought that was pretty well done. Um, and my favorite tertiary object is Street Fighter One, and of course I'll, I'll yay it. But like I say, it's I I have the same opinions as you guys. Honestly, it's, it's a, 
it's okay, but it's nowhere near as good as the first one. I just realized I didn't give my favorite line, which is oh. the same as John's. You should have cut that fucking mullet. It's been like 30 years. <laughs> there you go. Did you notice in the... Oh, sorry. That was, it's me moving in my chair. In the movie theater, there's the You've Got Mail poster. I saw that. It was ripped to it. Oh, was it? Yeah, I didn't it, see that an I, and ripped I did it. see that, though, because I, I thought it was funny because he kept calling her Meg Ryan, and then mm-hmm. I said You've Got Mail, but then I didn't notice the it part. That's funny. Next time you watch it. And I have to play this because me and Ben used to listen to this song all Carly. <gasps> all right. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. Oh, shit. On <laughs> Instagram at movie podcast dogs. On Twitter at movie podcast. You can email movie podcast at gmail.com. Oh, no. There's only more one more Tony movie left. Next week. On the podcast. Tony's not going to say it. Carly's face. <laughs> I'm setting up the music. For Tony's birthday. I don't know if they can be able to hear me over that music. Um, <laughs> we are doing the first Final Destination movie. Which I've never seen. It came out when I was in high school. Yes. And I just remember it being such a big hit. Yeah. Is it about one year? Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you really gotta check that before you pick something, Carly. You might not even be able to watch it. This movie months ago, because I was like, I can't believe we've never done one of these movies because they were so big when I was, you know, in my late teens. I haven't watched it since I was a teen. I don't think I have either. So I, I have no theater. idea if it's good. But it seems <laughs> to not be free anywhere based on a, yeah, but it's the on Watch Now app, stuff, but it's yeah. on everything. Okay. So. As long as you can rent it and not have to buy it. Like some of those... Yeah, you're going. Like I can't do yeah. Brightburn because you can want to buy it. There's a few movies I want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, this one has Devin Sawa and Allie Larder. Cool. Wow. Well, she was still a thing. Yeah. Who remembers Devin Sawa? I do. I do too. <laughs> he's in one of one of my he's in one of my favorite movies now and then. Such a good movie. He's also Casper. I also liked uh, In and Out with Kevin Klein. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. Yeah, we watched that recently too. Mm-hmm. Nice.